Hello, everybody. Welcome to the About That Life podcast, episode 11. I'm Will Ramirez. And I'm Octavia Ramirez. And as previously mentioned, this is episode 11 about, the, of about That Life. I am, like, trying to race through this. I should slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Chill. Serenity now. Um, yeah, so we're 11 episodes in. Welcome if you're a new uh, a new listener. Yes, I welcome. suspect there will be some new listeners because we have been shamelessly promoting this all over the city and everybody <laughs> who had, gives us two seconds of a conversation will hear about this podcast. That's right. Um, yeah, it is the first day of fall. We recorded this on the first day of fall, your favorite time of the year. I hate this particular portion of fall. Why? Like right at the beginning. Why? Because I don't know what to wear. Yeah, that's a tough call. Right. It's cold in the morning. It's cold in the hot. morning. And then it could be hot in the in the afternoon. Yeah. Or it could be cold or it could be or it could be cold in the afternoon, but then suddenly heat up in the evening. Yeah. Like it's just it's all over the place and it's sort of the ripe conditions for me to get sick. Oh, and you haven't been sick in a while. No, and it's funny. It's much funny you mentioned that cuz you know, Facebook gives you like the uh the history of, like, whatever happened on this yeah. day or whatever. So one of my Facebook statuses from, like, years ago today was, well, oh, I haven't been sick in a while. I hope I'm not due. <laughs> and sure enough, I have, you know, 2016, I haven't been sick in a while. So. Yeah, you haven't been sick all year, actually. Since we've been uh, married. Yeah, maybe. I have never had to nurse you back to health. I hope my boss isn't listening because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I know I've taken sick days this year. No, you haven't. You never... Oh, yeah, okay. Never mind. Let's stop talking about this now. Uh, but yeah, no, I feel you. Like, for me, I love the mornings because yeah. I get to throw on, like, a sweater. Yeah. And it's really nice and it's crisp and I like that. But yeah, I'll go maybe go get a coffee or something or treat <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon and it's like burning hot yeah because like but. now it's like i love like the fall like you know you get to layer and mm-hmm. you, you, i can wear a hat and not be sweating through it yes um, thank god but like yeah like it's just like if i wear a blazer in the morning it's great but then if i go out and walk around for lunch or something like that to get something to eat then it's like it's too hot yeah um well that's why you gotta layer up right Layer season, sweater weather. Yeah. I guess I'm more of a sweater weather person. Like, I, I'm fine with layering as long as it's, like, remains, like... Still kind of cool. Yeah, it yeah. seems kind of cool because then, like, I don't like walking around carrying stuff either. Yes, that's the worst. Yeah. So... so but, yeah, I, I don't know. I've been enjoying this transition regardless because it's kind of the best of both worlds. I get my sweater weather in the morning. Yeah. And it's, like, the light is nice and soft and mm-hmm. just walking to the subway in the morning, it's just a really nice time. I have been enjoying not recording our podcast in the sweltering heat yes, of this apartment. Yes, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that Way was, back when we started, yes. this was... And like, a sauna in I'm here. wearing pants right now. <laughs> yeah. That was not a thing, ladies and gentlemen. The first several podcasts... This we've is, come a long we've way. We've come a long way. More people are listening. More We're clothing. wearing pants now. <laughs> yeah, no, that was crazy. And we didn't even have our air conditioner, so... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, we're going into different seasons. Oh, Yeah. 11 weeks of doing this. 11, 11 weeks. It feels like we've been doing this, like, forever. No, it doesn't. I, was, I thought you were just about to say it feels like it hasn't been that long. It, and there you have it, listeners. Opposites attract. <laughs> Complete opposites. I always tell people this whenever, like, you know, we've been meeting a lot of new people l- lately yep. uh, through our church. And so 
It's just a lot of introducing, you know, oh, yeah, you know, we have a podcast, can I have your phone, can you just subscribe right now? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You literally did that, I saw you doing that yesterday, I was like, what? No, no, I was just telling the girl to subscribe. But anyway, <laughs> forcing her. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and like, you know, especially girls will ask me, oh, so, oh, like, how long have you been married? And... You know, so on and so forth. Just listen blah, to the blah, podcast. Blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't want to go <laughs> through all the basic stuff. Just listen to the podcast episode one through ten, and then come back and we can talk. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, they always ask me, and then yeah, somehow I always have to tell them. It's like, nope, we have nothing in common. We are the complete. But that's opposite. not true, though. What we do have plenty in common. Like what? We both love The Simpsons. Yeah, that's one of the things that. That's how we, yeah. enabled this whole thing to work. Exactly. Was that, you know, I'm an avid Simpsons referencer. Yeah. And you made a Simpsons reference. And you laughed. On MSN. Yeah. On MSN Messenger, you threw out a Simpsons reference, and I continued with the reference. Yes. And that's when you knew that I was your yeah. soulmate. Yeah, it's very important. And then you said you didn't believe in soulmates. <laughs> And I was very angry. <laughs> you was. You were <laughs> for the next eight Seven years. Seven years later. Still. I'm still angry. Even as a married couple and you still don't believe in soulmates. Yet I'm your wife and I'm your soulmate and you don't believe I even exist. <laughs> what is this marriage you've been built on? A oh, lie. It's a web of lies. Yeah. Um, yeah. But happy fall, everybody. It's yeah, great... happy fall. We had a nice little fall day last week. It was kind of like late summer fall day. Yeah. Uh, we got to drive up to the Cobble Beach Concours d'Elegance, which if you yes. don't know what that is, it's essentially, it, it, according to the pamphlet, it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, according to Justin Trudeau's statement in the pamphlet, yeah. which was lifted completely from Wikipedia, mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, aristocratic French people would get together in a park and show off their expensive things mm -hmm. so now like all their expensive things or particular no expensive? it was like particularly like their carriages and like fancy horses and stuff okay like that, that's right? nice yeah yeah it's sure real nice <laughs> <laughs> um it, you know hey it was nice do but, they uh, still do that in paris i'm assuming it's paris um I'm, I'm assuming so too i'm sure it's some derivative of that and it's like cars yeah so do they have that version in paris oh yeah i'm sure they do okay yeah I've never heard of a specific event, but um, rich white people showing off their Monte Carlo. That's that's a race, though. Oh. So I'm sure, and sh but I'm sure it happens. But like rich white people showing off their things to, and they have to be white. Yeah. So all you black people, Asians out there that have nice things, you're not allowed at this festival. It's true. <laughs> there was no other uh, ethnicity represented we the amongst the owners or even amongst the attendees. We that's were literally right. the only non-white people there. So it's no, this... I saw two brown guys. So and remember that Spanish-looking guy, that yep. Latin-looking guy. I'm assuming he was media. Yeah. Or, like, a gardener who just came early <laughs> before his shift. Yeah. To just look at the cars or something. Um, it's at this, like, super, like, ritzy golf course resort thing up in, like, Cobble Beach. It was really nice. All these great classic cars. And, you know, the men who flock to them and drool over these beautiful cars. Men of all ages. A few years ago, you took me to the car show. Yeah. That was your first car show. That was my first and only car show? Yeah, you've never been back. I've never went back. It was only two years ago, so you've only missed one. Since. Yeah, exactly. So I just remember just the, the very, like, prominent thing that I noticed was that, first of all, it was men of 
all ages, from like six months yeah. to like 90-something. Six-month-old man, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly, right? He'll be a man. But, but males mm-hmm. of all ages there. Yeah. So it's like you... And it was beautiful. Like you would see like a grandfather, a dad, and like a kid. Mm-hmm. Like a t- or a like teen. three generations. Yeah, it's like together. And all looking at this, like a car, and... They all have the Smiling. same old look on their face. Like old men, middle-aged men, you know, teenagers, bo- little boys, they all had huge smiles on their face. I was like, I just remember being like, oh, this is so precious. Like, they all love cars. And yeah. so at this thing, that's the other thing that struck me is there was these two old men and they were so cute. And just going from car to car to car, and these are vintage cars. A lot of them are yeah, vintage cars. Yeah, almost a, some of them are over a hundred years old. Yeah, exactly. Even like that car that Jack and what's his the girl Jack and Rose from Titanic? Oh, yeah, they yeah. did it in that car. That's the reference. I think it was a Model T Ford that we're <laughs> oh, okay looking at. I'm but, like, is that but the yes, one they did it in? The one like, that no. Jack and Rose did it in in Titanic. <laughs> no, I remember. I was like, is that the one they did it in? You're like, no. And then I'm like, is that the one they did it? And you're like, probably. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was like vintage cars across like probably almost 200 years of... No, not 200 okay, years. Okay, 100 plus years? And about 100 years. About 100 years. I think the oldest one I saw was like 1908 or something. Yeah. Like or 1903 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like these old men are going from car to car and just talking about it. And it was just so nice. And like, yeah, it's like nice to see men smile about something. <laughs> <laughs> We do smile. Of all ages. Yeah. All ages. Hey, we do smile. And uh, the only reason we even get cars or Not the, you. You don't smile. I do smile. I was working. That was that was a work day for me. Yeah, you were working. But then even sometimes when we're walking down the street holding hands, I look over at him thinking, oh, I'm so like happy to be with my boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever it was at the time. Yeah. And then I look in your brows are furrowed <laughs> and like jaw clenched. It's what I told you the other day and you didn't believe me is this, I have to be Jason Bourne. Why? Situational awareness. I have to protect you and just be aware of my you're, surroundings. The awareness you're trying to find is where am I going to eat? That's that's a very important awareness. <laughs> that's true. You're protecting We've had me fights from, over, over disagreements about where pro- we're going to eat. You're protecting me from starvation, which I appreciate. Yeah, and I'm pro- protecting myself from the effects of your starvation. <laughs> <laughs> Hangry. So it's a bit of self-preservation as well. Yeah. But no, I, I do, like, I notice that, right? Like, I'll hold your hand, I'll look up over at you, and you're scowling. <laughs> I'm not scowling. I'll be like, dear God, man, what is wrong? And you're like, what? I'm like, aren't you even happy to be here with me right now? Don't you even love me? <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I love you. And then you have to overcompensate yeah. with the smiling. And then you're like, now you're just saying it. It's like, no, I genuinely feel that. <laughs> and I'm expressing it because I have to overcompensate. Otherwise, you think but I'm angry. But you feel like if you're smiling, you're like, I want to punch myself when I'm smiling. <laughs> if you just see a guy walking down the street. And he's just walking down the street. He's holding the hand of the person he loves. Why wouldn't he be smiling? People look at us probably and think, dear God, he must be so (laughs) miserable. That woman must be the most terrible woman. And I don't like feeling like people maybe possibly think of me that way. No, but they could think, oh my God, why is she with him? Look at her. He's so, like, angry. That's true. So it works both ways. It's only... But the, the good thing is I don't care. You do care, though. I don't necessarily care how, like, the general public, like, 
looks at me. Okay. But what if in that general public is, like, somebody that kind of knows you beyond just being a passerby? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you and your wife, and you look pretty angry. Is everything okay? It's like, yeah, everything's fine. It's just, have you seen my face? (laughs) That's my date night face. If you know me in any respect, then you know that, like... This is what we talked about. You have resting bitch face, but we don't know what the word is for males. Remember I said that was going to be... screw face. Screw face? That's just not for males. It's just... General. General. So why do women have two names for it? Um, Double standard. The versatility of the English language. The versatility. (laughs) Let's call it that. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, I I like going to car shows, as a lot of most males do. No, but yeah. Anyway, it's like the old that Dave Chappelle joke is. It's like a a guy wouldn't get a car if 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 you could have sex in like a cardboard box on the street. (laughs) The only reason we get cars and like these things is because. Women like them. No, but you like cars that go fast, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the thrill. Okay, the thrill of using it to get a woman? No, because if you're going fast, if you're pushing something to the limits, it's sort of the frontierman thing. It's mm-hmm. like if you're pushing a car to the limits, whether it be a car a or whatever, any any sort of thing that horse. like whatever limitation there is on I the thing that you're doing. I would love if you would ride a horse. Yeah, I know, but like we're not at that level yet. I'm still riding the TTC. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, a man on a horse. Yeah. A man in uniform on a horse. <gasps> what kind of uniform yeah. would you wear? Well, if I'm a man in uniform on a horse, I'm either a postman or a soldier. <laughs> Ooh, soldier. Yeah, in the Civil War time, which means, like, I probably, oh, like... we can write letters. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't have the patience for it, so I probably won't. <laughs> I was thinking about this today, because I'm in, like, this in like this group conversation with, with these dudes, like, soccer team I play with, and it's hilarious, because for every, like, every, like, third interaction is a GIF. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we could, yeah, you know, one of them said, "Hey, we should see how long we could go just talking in GIF form." <laughs> but do the GIFs have like words on no, them? No, not all the time. Sometimes oh, okay. they do, but most of the time it's just like like an expression or whatever, yeah. or, like just a like, funny scene from like a known movie or show. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, so like in a hundred years, when the next version of Ken Burns does his documentary on this generation. <laughs> And there's not going to be, like, the Askenine letter that he read on, like, the Civil yes. War documentary. It's going to be gifts. <laughs> it's going to be gifts. Like, emoji, sad face, poop. <laughs> cute poop. It's what you said today. I know. Those, those little poop emojis are so cute. And it's so inappropriate because, like, it's so cute that I want to use it for inappropriate read, like, in inappropriate context. Mm-hmm. Just because it's cute. Mm. But then <laughs> someone's like, I'm... Um, not feeling you know, very happy today. Uh, so, poop. <laughs> but I guess that's relevant too, right? That sucks. Cute poop. Cute, cute poop. Cute poop. That's what I imagine. Is there is there a real life such a thing as cute poop? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a the other oh, yeah, kind of poop yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. just like, oh god, <laughs> what did I? <laughs> what eat? the hell is that? <laughs> How did that thing that I ate turn into that? Yes. So sometimes it's cute, sometimes it's not so cute. So, ew, are we really talking about this? It's part of life. Yeah, that is true. It is a part of that life. And that life of which we are about. That's right. On this show called About That Life. Yes. So anyway, the um, thinking about this whole car situation Mm -hmm. and talking about what women want. Mm -hmm. Actually, before I get into that. Mm -hmm. 
we got a lot of response from the last show. Yes. <laughs> well, most we've gotten in a while. Yeah. Um, that was a hot topic, apparently. Yeah. Do you uh, want to do a quick little recap? Yeah, I kind of called out some guys. Yeah. And I don't... I, look, he laid the smack down. I didn't want to... Like, I think people were like, well, you know, I disagree with you um, because, you know, they had their reasons. And I don't, and I don't disagree with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what was the reason? Um, let's, let's... I can't, I can't remember exactly what the, what the thing was. It was something along the lines of like, um, you know, I think guys over focus too much on like discipline, focus, and all those kind of things that I mentioned, mm-hmm. and don't ignore the other things. And that's, and that's true. And I think part of being a man, or you know, it, what I say, I say to men, but. There is a female equivalent of that, but I don't understand women, so I don't know what to, how <laughs> to, true. how to speak to that uh, persuasion. Yes. Um, well, that's why you have me. Exactly. But I'm a very tough love kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So my point is balance, like a, mm-hmm. a well balanced man, mind, body, spirit, like all the things. Yeah. And you have to use your. It, t- it takes discipline. It takes um, effort and hard work to sort of work on each part of, of the facet. And when, yes, when you over-focus on one, then you're sort of um, ignoring the other and the other gets weaker. Yeah. Right? So you do have to sort of find a balance um, to sort of strengthen all of the facets of your being. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's kind of the point you were trying to get is, is that's where the hard work comes in, right? Yes. Like it's easy to skew on like, I've been working so hard, you know, I've made yes. all this money and yet my love life or my relationship, my marriage, whatever Regard- is out of whack. It, it's not or, even those external things. It's about you, the internal things as well when it relates to a guy. So it's like, you don't have a love life, marriage, whatever. You don't have all of that. Yeah. You could, you, there's still th- like more of the reason at that time to, you have time pursue to yourself balance. to pursue the balance in your life. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean. You know, and then there was there was a there was a comment on whether or not we even need gender roles in this case, and I completely agree to a certain extent that like some of the traditional gender roles and how we associate what a man is and what a woman is is a little bit outdated, mm-hmm. and that's sort of what I was getting at with the shift. That as mm-hmm. the shift was happening, as women are, you know, I was listening to a, uh, a podcast today that's, that was citing that women are now uh, outnumbering men in undergraduate. Uh, degrees, mm-hmm. like entering into undergraduate degrees, their completion rate is outnumbering men. Yeah, probably um, astoundingly so. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, women are, are sort of rebalancing themselves, mm-hmm. and sort of now men have to sort of rebalance, recalibrate as to where we find ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So, that brings us to what the hell do you women want, right? <laughs> because... <laughs> You know, I hear things like, oh, I want a nice guy, or I want a man who can take care of business, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know what the hell women want. Yeah? Do you mean women in general, or me? No, I mean, (laughs) you you can't want anything else. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) I know, but on a day-to-day basis, you're always confused as to what I want. Minute to minute. Minute to minute. Yeah, sometimes it changes on the fly. Legit. That is true. Legit. Sometimes it changes on the fly because sometimes, um, <laughs> to well, your poor life. I feel so bad for you, but yeah. it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it changes minute to minute. It's like, oh, okay. I've seen this situation before. I know exactly what to do. I'm not going to make the same mistakes as last time. But then like a whole new thing arises like, oh crap. I don't have protocols for this in my like memory what? yet. I-, I can't remember a specific example because I'm a man and I don't have the 
short memory on those kind of things because mm-hmm. once it's over, once the piece has been kept, it's like, all right, cool. Oh, like yesterday. Oh my goodness. I asked you to bring me a bowl of Lucky Charms and I said it nicely. No, you didn't. Yeah, I said, babies, can you please bring me a bowl of Lucky Charms? And I know, but I went, didn't hear you. Oh, I said it nicely. Oh. I was sitting here on the couch and I asked you to get me a bowl of Lucky Charms. Remember? And then you said, okay, you brought me a bowl of Lucky Charms. Oh, yeah. And then you were mad because I got the ratio of milk to Lucky Charms Absolutely. Wrong. You used your ratio, which is way too much milk. I like my cereal slightly soaked, slightly with a coating of milk on it. <laughs> Not di- drenched and like floating in the milk. Yeah, because you need to get it all in there. Yeah. So anyways, that was very upsetting. Because <laughs> then, I, then I questioned... Do you even know? <laughs> no. It's been a year of marriage and you don't know my cereal to milk ratio? Yeah, but you don't really even know mine either. Yes, that, I do. No, because when you bring it, when you serve me... No, that's charms, why I just bring you the bowl, the cereal, and the milk yeah, separately. Exactly. It's to save our marriage. And you didn't do that. <laughs> Guys, this is real. That was literally <laughs> last night. It was less than 24 hours That ago. was a real thing. That it's was true. a real thing. I said, babe, there's way too much milk in this. I just like it slightly coated. Do you even know me? Yeah. This marriage is a farce. <laughs> okay. So as it relates to what women want. Okay. There's a, there's a historian and demographer, Neil Howe. So what he does is he studies sort of generational patterns. So, so like, you don't want to talk about Lucky Charms anymore? Uh, no. Okay. I'm, I'm over it. it. Like I said, it happened yesterday. We I'm not over it. I will recall this a year from now. <laughs> <laughs> Mark it on the calendar <laughs> episode. I guess what? That'll be like 167, 62. Yes. 62, we will, we will redress this. That's how women work. So. Yeah. <laughs> so historian and demographer Neil Howe. So he studies generational uh, patterns and like, you know, millennials and then whatever was before that and before Gen that. X. What's Gen, Gen X? Gen X is like the, the MTV generation, like 1970s to like 1980s. Like they were born in that. Okay. So they're like not old enough to be our parents, like yours and mine's no. parents. So what's our mom and our mom's generation? They would be the greatest generation. No. Our moms were born in the 60s. Yeah. That's the greatest generation. That is not the greatest generation. Yeah. Our grandparents are the greatest generation. Born no. In the 40s. They're, our grandparents are the actual greatest generation, but they're not called that. Those are, I guess they would be boomers then? No. Our, yes. Our moms are boomers. They're boomers because they're in their 50s going into their 60s now. Mm. Yeah. But I thought boomers were older. No, because boomers are post-war babies, right? So if my mom was born in 1960, sorry, mom, give me your age away. Yeah, but that's, well, that's a whole generation past the war. The the war entered in 1945. That's 15 years. Oh, what's going on in my mind? My grandfather was born in the 30s. Never mind. Yeah. Your grandfather. My grandfather is is, is the greatest generation. No. No. My grandfather is the greatest generation. Then comes my mom, who was like the fifth. They were born in the fifties and sixties, okay. so they're now going into their sixties, our parents' age. Mm-hmm. And then, then now we are. Okay, I'm gonna for for instance right now just assume that it's true because the point I'm just trying to make. Trust is me right. on this one. All right, yeah. we'll we'll verify after. <laughs> okay, we never do, but just trust me on this. One. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so he studies these generational patterns and sort of like how each pattern behaves. And he's found that it repeats itself every, you know, every like four or five generations will get back to the same patterns okay. of the previous one. Right. Yeah. So right now we're in this stage where men are as discussed last week are, are a little bit more sensitive. Uh, that happened, that happened previously, I think in like the 1970s 
when yes. when the he described it as like the Alan Alda uh, generation, right? Who's Alan Alda? Alan Alda. Oh, he's the Hogan's Heroes. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes. The main guy. Yes. No, not Hogan's Heroes. Isn't it uh, Mash? Mash. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. oh. I never watched Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, but. Mash. Yeah. So he. Yeah, that's 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 Alan Alda. So people yeah. wanted that like sensitive, nice guy kind of. I've thing. never watched Mash before, by the way. Uh, I caught like the tail end of it when my dad used to watch it, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if he even understood what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Probably thought it was like a war show. Yeah, yeah it, it, like, it, it always confused me because like we came from a war torn country and it was like <laughs> this is a war show and it's supposed to be funny. This is like life. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, so we're in, a, in that stage right now, and all that to say is that what whatever it is that he said that just let me just sort of butcher it. Um, what women want is, it's, is a, a leading social indicator. So what that means is whatever women are complaining about that doesn't exist in men right now mm-hmm. is what the next generation of men will become. Why is it called a leading social gener- gener- What's it called? L- a social indicator. Indicator. Because it's not like the end-all, be-all of what the next, gener- what the, what the next generation is going to look like. Mm-hmm. But uh, young men in- eventually become what women want. So guys, we're just chasing a moving target here, right? <laughs> so we're like, oh yeah, girls want that sensitive kind of guy. I guess, what would be like a sensitive, like, um, icon in, in our generation? Uh, okay, so a lot of like girls Like a Justin love, Timberlake? No, yes, yes and no. Um, a lot of girls love, this comes to the top of my mind, 500 Days of Summer. Oh, yeah, Joseph so, Gordon, love it. Joseph Gordon, love it. Like, his character in that movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, hopeless romantic. You know, he has a job, but he's just kind of floating through life in hopes to just meet someone, and then this spark happens. And that's what girls want, that hopeless romantic that's, like, head up in the clouds, you know? That's what girls wanted. Wanted. Because apparently... But we haven't even, like, switched generations yet. No, but you got to understand that we're kind of, we were kind of born sort of in that middle gap. We're not quite Gen X mm-hmm. and we're kind of early millennials. We're not complete like digital native. So we still remember a time before the internet. Yeah, that's right. Um, but not completely, right? Okay. Like most of our coming of age was in the, in the, in the digital age, right? Coming of age? Coming of age. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Like we were born in like the 80s. And yes, yeah, the 80s. Yeah. Not the 90s, people. Oh, my God. A side note, I was filling out, like, the roster sheets of the guys on my team, and some of these guys are, like, born in, like, as late as 1995, and I'm like... <gasps> you have a 1995 I have, I have one, I have one 1995 and it's just like, wow, dude. You've never been alive to see the Jays win a World Series. <laughs> <laughs> That's always my reference point. Yeah. So now it's like I'm meeting people born, born post-1993, and I'm just like, <gasps> you didn't... You didn't see Joe Carter's home run. Oh, man. So it's like, for me, that was like a defining moment of my childhood. <laughs> and the 90s were such a boss decade. Yeah. Like, if I could go back to the 90s and be like a teen slash early, like, 20-something, yeah. I would love it. So like, they just remember a time when, like, Nelly was the hottest rapper. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, that's, the, that's so unfortunate. so sad, isn't it? That actually is making me cringe right now. <laughs> Oh, That's so man. unfortunate. So right now, women want the sen- or sorry, 
have, we're kind of just leaving the time where women are kind of over the sensitive guys. Yes. And women want, quote, and when I read this, I'm like, oh my God, this is my wife. Hey, okay, let's hear what it says. <laughs> Millennial women want a guy to step up to the plate, mm. ready for prime time. Mm-hmm. And this is, he says, millennial women can't find a guy who wants to achieve. And they ask themselves, how can I find a guy? I don't want to be the only achiever. Mm. So now we're going back to they want that like type A kind of guy. Mm, they the al- want the greatest generation guy. They want the alpha male guy, the hero archetype. So, and this is what bothers me is that well, the whole thing of like, yeah, whatever women want, young men eventually look to fulfill that role. Mm-hmm. Right? So, guys, we're we're literally just chasing a moving target. So, like, what do women want today? They want, you know, uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett. Mm-hmm. But like. The pattern, according to the I pattern. I love that his last name is Love It. Is it Levitt or Love It? Love It. Love It. Love It. Love It? I don't know. It's probably Love It. He's Jewish. Uh, <laughs> okay. Levinson? Oh, um, no. No, okay. So, we're leaving that. Okay, so what's... Okay, so if... if Joseph Gordon Love It is like the sensitive archetype guy. Yeah. Who's like... And the, like Leonardo... DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. So who's like the um, the next archetype for like the uh, the achieving man and all this kind of thing? In like Hollywood or like someone? Yeah, in like pop like... culture, like the. What do you think? No one comes to mind for no me. No one comes to because, mind for me either. Because action movies suck now. Yes. Since Arnold and yeah. like that was sort of like the hero um, thing that we had going on. Yeah, because even like with the action movies, like the. Which, this is what I found actually very, uh, like, dip interesting in the new action movies that are coming out. Where the hero's, like, silly and making jokes and shit. Yeah, it's... It, like, I grew up watching that original Batman. With yeah. the... Yeah, 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 with, uh... The live-action Batman. With Michael Keaton. Oh, no, 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 no. Michael no, Keaton, no, the no. show, Batman. With, with, uh, Wayne something. No, His not, name is Wayne. No, Bruce, no, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. I'm thinking the actor. Uh, it's like from like the yeah, 60s yeah, 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 yeah. or 70s or something. Yeah. And it used to be on Saturday mornings and that's what I used to watch. Am I dating myself right now? I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm not even 30. It's bothering me that I can't think of this guy's name. But Anyways, yeah. he's probably dead now. He's, he was very old. And Adam West. Adam West. Oh my God. That was going to bother me the rest yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, so I was watching, I like used to watch the Adam West Batman show yeah, yeah, I remember on that. Saturdays and like... That's what I think of. Like, so it's true. Not a dude that smiles. Like, yeah. even when he's about to kiss a woman he loves, he, like, just smashes her face into his yeah. face. Yeah. Cary Grant. Yeah. Um, like, that kind of dude. Like, there's just not... Even in Hollywood today, I'm trying to think... Like the, um... <gasps> Maybe Hugh Jackman? He's still pretty no, nice and sensitive, though. No, I mean, in the movies he is, but he's, like, beating up hookers and it's, like, off time. Hugh Jackman's beating up. Oh no, Hugh Jackman. I'm thinking Hugh Grant. Oh my god. I'm thinking Hugh Grant. Hugh Jackman is legit. Hugh Grant beats up hookers? He was like arrested and incarcerated for like. He was probably like inebriated. Oh yeah, he was on like cocaine and stuff. Right? Oh no! Yeah. Stop! <laughs> Am I sorry, ruining your little illusion of, of good this old. This charming <laughs> British. Oh no, Google lover. him. He, was, he, he had his time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I have better things to do than Google <laughs> Hugh, Grant. Hugh Grant's dark past. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's unfortunate. No, but I can't. I can't think of like what's uh, Stella Godfather. Oh, 
Um, Why can't I think of his name? Anyways, the yeah. Godfather. Yeah, like he would have been like that in his heyday, like that. So that kind yes. of like man. He was so good looking in Stella too. <laughs> in Streetcar Named Desire. In Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. Okay, so what do we do? So there really isn't. So I guess I guess maybe the kids, the little boys right now, will grow up to kind of want to be that, you know, the man that you just described. Yeah. How would you describe them? Like, um, well, it's just yeah, less emotionally available. <laughs> yeah, withdrawn. The Don Drapers. Don Draper. Uh, you know what? I like that. <laughs> But you know what? I can see if you're actually married to these men, how frustrating it would be. Because it's, you know, they would leave the house and not tell you where they're going. Also, there was no cell phones. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, the the way it will play out, I think, is a little bit different than in, like, the 60s. I think you can't get away with just being that sort of removed. Yeah. Like I said, like... Feminism is still very I think I think with every sort of... um, revolution of like the cycle Mm -hmm. I think you sort of get closer to a little bit of equilibrium you're still kind of off balance Mm -hmm. but you get a little bit closer because you still you're not no person is completely like one like archetype one dimensional type person right like Mm -hmm. whether you're that like um you know removed emotionally unavailable Don Draper type Mm -hmm. you're not you know even he opened up to some of the Extra, extracurricular <laughs> sleeping extramarital curricular events yeah exactly and that bothered me that really bothered me and I would love to know like is it because his wife was just following her prescribed gender role okay I'm just gonna serve him dinner ask him how his day went she wasn't really making herself available to him for him to go deeper with yeah. her what was that movie Revolutionary Road you remember yes. that it was yeah. kind of like Leonardo that and with Kate. Leonardo and Kate the one yeah. where they didn't do it in the old car <laughs> oh i don't know that of course you would remember that one detail anyway because they were both in titanic come on keep up oh. <laughs> okay yeah so um yeah in that in that movie leonardo's character even though it was set in the 60s as well 50s and 60s yeah he was very much you know wanting to connect with his wife yeah. she was the one that was emotionally having issues yeah i think he was kind of struggling with that like uh, with like staying within the confines. S- the confines of his ascribed gender role from society, but um, yeah, he he definitely wanted to have that relationship with his wife, and then she turned out to be crazy. <laughs> Isn't that always the case, though? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not helping women's cause right now by saying they're crazy because we're not always crazy, just usually. Okay, crazy. but what what uh, what is a dude's or even what is a woman supposed to do in this thing? Because like now they're chasing they're. You, Women's expectations are, are are never going to be in line with the reality of what men of that thing are. They're yeah. going to be, very, I mean, they're going to be guys within there. But like, I think overall, as a as a generation, if you're going to look at a generation as a whole, then guys aren't aren't going to be that, right? So we're constantly just trying to chase after what whatever it is women want. Yeah, and also the roles change too. Like when you're a teenager, you want the jock, mm-hmm. right? Or when you're in your twenties and you're in college. You want, you know, maybe a bad boy. Uh, but then, like, as you're getting closer to, you know, what's traditionally marrying age, so mid to late 20s, yeah. you want someone that's responsible, you know, going is, you know... That's not always true, though, because I think that there was a time where, um, yeah, men and women who were sort of entering the workforce just wanted uh, to get the, the... They had sort of a future envisioned for themselves, like, 
this is what my retirement is going to look like. Let me just get the job that's going to get me there, and I'm just going to coast until retirement. So there was no, like, push to, like, advance or achieve, or, like, there was no frontier mentality that you kind of had, like, two, three hundred years ago. So what are you saying? So now women don't just want a guy that's going to bring home a paycheck. They want a guy that is going to, A, bring home a paycheck, but also quote, achieve his dream. Achieve something, right? I think they want so to, they want to see him. So getting a job is not they, enough? No, I don't think it is. I would, yeah, I can see that. I, I don't, I don't think it is. I mean, it, it's defined differently for every, from person to person, but I don't think, I think it's up to the individual, right? Mm-hmm. So like for me, it's like, that isn't my definition of, of success. Yeah, just having a job. Yeah, yeah. but I'm also doing very little to have <laughs> more than that. No, By my own admission, true. right? Um, you know, like we that's, have a podcast. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is like the things that. So that, maybe I need to push you harder. Or maybe I just need to step up or man up. And I hate when women say man up. It just bothers Why? me. Why? Because there's no such thing. Manning up is. It's implying that you're not already a man. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> yeah. You say man up. It's like, well, I'm a man, and I'm just trying to do what, based on my you know, generational conditions, mm-hmm. I'm supp- like, I'm kind of predisposed to do. Yeah. Right. So, which is give women what they want. Right. And by the time you come of age and you're at a point where it's like, all right, let me find myself the, let me be that man for whatever woman. Mm-hmm. They've already moved on to the next thing. The next thing they want. <laughs> the next thing they want. It's like, <laughs> all right, I am ready. So this is what I, this is what I tell guys. Like you're never going to be ready because you're chasing a moving target. So don't bother. <laughs> Yeah, it's so unfortunate. It's just, and like you said, it's a minute by minute thing. Yeah. Sometimes you're getting the lucky charms wrong. Yeah, there's like long term trends, <laughs> but like, like our long term trend isn't that it's that volatile minute to minute. But mm-hmm. there is, you know, some volatility in like a day to day. This is like, Ugh. yeah, exactly. But like overall, you know, it's 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 pretty steady. <laughs> Yeah, and I definitely have sympathy for guys out there. Like, it is very difficult. I don't know what to tell you, though. We're never going <laughs> to so change. So women, he's like, we're not going to change our... Because then women are told, oh, don't drop your standards. Don't change your expectations. I fully said that last week, too. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's not about dropping your standards. It's about aligning your standards with the realities of your generation. That No, it's not about that either. I don't... Or, no, I... It, because women want, I feel like a lot of girls that I sort of by proxy interact with through you. Yeah. Uh, and sort of kind of like hear whispers of conversations and stuff like that. It's just like, and it's not necessarily the people that are like particularly close to you, but like just in general, it's like there's like a certain type of dude that girls, you know, millennial girls seem to want. I literally had a conversation with a girl yesterday and, you know, she, we were talking about. She's single. She was talking about, you know, guys or potentially guys that she likes or whatever. And she's like, he's got to have a beard. He's got to have tattoos. And she wasn't even that young. Mm -hmm. She was like closer to the end, like the end stage of 20s, like late Mm -hmm. 20s. And she, and I think she was just kind of being silly. Yeah. At least I hope so. (laughs) But she literally was, I want beard. I want him to have a beard. I want him to have tattoos. And I was like, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So while, while in like the previous generation, you know, after we went through this period of where man, I'm a man, like the John Wayne type guys. Yeah. Then we were told, okay, well, no, that's not cool. You can't just be in those rigid gender roles. The seventies came along. Yeah. So then you start to soften up a little bit and then it's mm-hmm. like, so you start, guys start tend to like focus a little more inwardly now mm-hmm. and are like trying to like better themselves whole, you know, more holistic fashion mm-hmm. now. But then women, now women have moved back to wanting, uh, I want a guy to bike, motorcycle, tattoos, and a beard. That's so true. You know, and it's just like, well, well, we're screwed. <laughs> you have a beard, and I keep telling you to get tattoos. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But your mother's also still alive. Yeah. <laughs> and I also, there's nothing, you know, and this is probably going to get me in trouble, but there's nothing important enough for me to, like, etch it permanently Didn't into my body. Didn't I tell you body. I want you to write my name on your skin? I know, but that's why we have this, this ring that's gold. That's fashioned in gold. So maybe that's the, the answer. Maybe that's the answer. I have you as my man, right? Okay, this is my Play-Doh. <laughs> so, no. sometimes I want you to have tattoos. And sometimes I want you to, to not have tattoos. Then I want you to wear a suit. <laughs> and I want you to talk about your feelings. And I want you to smile when we're on our date. (laughs) You're not smiling right now. No. (laughs) So unimpressed. Basically, women don't know what they want. That's the bottom line. Secrets out. Cats out of the bag. We don't know what we want. Sometimes I want you to have tattoos. Sometimes I want you to wear a suit. Sometimes I want you to say nice things to me. Sometimes I want you to, I don't know. Start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so it changes. And so I think where we can find some sort of happy medium mm-hmm. is that girls, and I can speak to, to girls, is that we really just need to just check ourselves. Yes. Like, I know when I'm being crazy. Girls know when they're being crazy. So it's just like... But some girls think that they're entitled and it's their right to completely yeah, and then because they're the duty, girls. It's the duty of other girls that have kind of been there, done that. To be like, actually, you're being a little crazy. So, in my situation yesterday with the single girl, you know, who wants a beard and tattoos, I kind of had to be like, haha, funny, what is it that you really want? You know what I mean? Like, what's the real meat and potatoes of what you want? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, fine, maybe tattoos are hot and David Beckham has them, so we want David Beckham. <laughs> but, like, yeah. well, I'm I guess sure that... Victoria Beckham's like, I want you to lose the tattoos. <laughs> Actually, that that's sort of a good example of, like, the, the archetype of, like, the previous generation, because he was sort of like that, like, metro, the, he kind of pretty much was the poster boy for what they used to call metrosexual, Metros, yeah. yeah, which is not, like, a gay man, but, like... It's, like, a straight a man a, a, that takes care of his, his grooming. Yeah, <laughs> And, exactly. likes fashion. Yeah, it's just, like, it's <laughs> like so stupid. I, I can't believe that that was a term that people used. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's, he's sort of a good example of, of that previous generation, but now... Now he's evolving into, like, this, you know... But he was also a high achiever, too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, I think, like, my point is that, really, women have been, quote, crazy from time. And when I say from time, I mean, like, the beginning of time. <laughs> so, like, I think... It's our duty as women to kind of keep each other in line. Like, if a girl is but girls, I don't see that married, though. like, they need to 
speak into the other and not because I remember here's a perfect example I remember when again can't go we were broken up up. (laughs) when we were broken up I remember I was like well he did this and he did that and I don't like this and I don't like that like whatever it was I had my list right and so I actually found I had these two particular friends that were married and they never agreed with me so if I was like nobody did this they'd be like oh that sucks but like who cares? Or, well, that's just how it is. You're going to have to deal with it. That's life. That's reality. Or maybe you need to fix this. Like, they would always turn it back on me. Mm. Meanwhile, so I always would leave those conversations kind of like, oh, man. But then I kind of was secretly, like, happy they did that. Mm. But then when I would go to talk to my single friends and same thing, you know, blah, 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 cry to them, uh, they would always be like, oh, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he did that. Yeah, good thing you guys aren't together. Like, oh, how dare he? Like, it was just, they were just trying to boost me up. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's, like, the two married friends. Like, they just, they were like, well, that's reality. Like, that's life. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, obviously, they didn't agree with everything or disagree with everything. But they were just there to, like, build me up as a woman. And be like, hey, that's life. If you eventually want to be married, whether it's to Will or someone else, like, this is going to be an issue regardless of who you're with. Mm-hmm. Or this is something you need to deal with. So I really appreciated those two in that time where everyone else was just trying to tell me, quote, what I wanted to hear. Those two were able to speak into my particular situation in a much more constructive way. So not the, well, girl, no, you deserve better. They're like, maybe you don't deserve better. <laughs> it's true. And they're like, Maybe, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, and that's kind of my point now. So I think for myself, you know, we're not even a full year into our marriage yet, but when I look at girls in their early twenties and they're like single and they want guys with beards and tattoos, I'm like, yeah, that's great if you have a physical type, but beards can be shaved off. Like Mm -hmm. beards are not forever. Tattoos. Okay. Yeah. You can get those removed too. Like don't look at these superficial things and then, you know try to base your life made choice on it. Yeah. Um, so throughout, I think your life cycle or, or sorry, your, your entire life or the life of your relationship, you have to keep adjusting to one another. So yeah, guys are constantly chase, chasing this moving target, but for girls, like we have to, I think chase our own target. <laughs> if that makes sense, like adjust, like when you're being crazy, just be like, okay, shoot, you know what? That's unrealistic. You know, if I want him to be more expressive emotionally, then I should tell him that. It's all about, like, no, the, the problem, I think, with myself personally is that I just kind of unwritten, like, unspo- I have unspoken expectations of you. Right. Right? And so, if I want you to, A, be more expressive or maybe be less expressive, whatever it is, I think ultimately, as women, because we kind of should know that we are always changing gears all the time, is just to communicate that. And, you know, I think the onus does fall on women with that. Because what's a guy to do? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough one. Like, my thing is just, like, I feel for guys. Yeah. Because, you know, you're always like, do you like being the guy? Yeah, I like being the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I ask him that, like, at least once a month. <laughs> do you like being a guy? <laughs> yeah, being a, being a guy is great. Yeah. Um, so, like, have you found that with us that, like... You were just, like, constantly... Yeah, I felt like we were chasing... Like, I was chasing a moving target, like, all the time. 
In like what scenarios? Name one. Like like in our early in our early years, it's like oh okay, she wants me to be this way. That's Which, right. Like so, I was I I'm very adaptive in in to my moods. Yeah, to like what. <laughs> To, the, to my surroundings it's just because I was like I moved around a lot as a kid I went to like 10 different schools mm-hmm. so I always kind of had to like reinvent myself or just mold and be a like chameleon mm-hmm. to like okay this is what is socially valued at this school alright cool I'm gonna be into hip hop music at this school and you know whatever so yeah you know when when you were you, I was being a certain way and you're like no you need to be like that like okay cool noted for next time next time comes up it's like I'd be the way that you need if to I be. wanted you to be more assertive and then you would assert yourself I'd be like are you standing up to me <laughs> <laughs> exactly so uh yeah so then, then that's that's ultimately my fault right like that's something I need to check and this is exactly my point is girls have accountability in your life. Like, have other girls that aren't just going to be like, girl, you deserve more. You know what? No, you need girls in your life that are going to tell you like it is. And I think a lot of that comes with experience and time and maturity. And don't always talk to your single friends. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Like, you're just feeding into each other. It's like a feedback loop. Exactly. Like, talk to someone that is maybe a little bit older or even as if she's your age, someone that's perhaps been in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. or is married or whatever because the dynamic is completely different than when you're kind of just dating, casually dating people or trying to meet people. It's not the same. And, you know, you we've been together now for nine years. Yeah, I think it's close to nine years now. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, nine years is a long time to kind of be, like, with someone, and I recognize those times, and that was, I think, the biggest lesson I learned when we were broken up, is just having to learn to take inventory of myself, Mm -hmm. rather than just by going, like, based on my mood at the moment. Like, well, right now I want him to be more assertive, and then the next day I want you to be more sensitive, you know what I mean? So, I have to learn, like, okay, what's really important? And it's funny, because one time when we got into a fight... And this is after we were married. My mom's like, I told <laughs> My mom goes, I told you. She's like, you know, you better stop saying those kind of... You know he's sensitive. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was uh, like, and there goes your life now with your mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm the sensitive son-in-law. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, you're not, you know... Obviously, you're not one-dimensional, so I have to be very aware of that, and I have to be aware of myself, too, and my ever-changing moods. So, I don't know. Good luck to all you people out there. Good luck to us. It's a war zone out there. (laughs) Yeah, but just, like, seriously, if you're into beards and tats, like, just don't be anymore. Yeah, because they're not going to be cool forever. I know, and that's why I look at people that have, like, full sleeves. But you want me to get a full sleeve. Yeah, because David Beckham. I know, but like, if David Beckham jumped off a cliff, would I, would you expect me to do the same? He'd land on both his feet. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You know it's true. He probably would. Yeah, but yeah. His well manicured feet or pedicured feet or whatever. Ew. (laughs) Yeah, so anyways, I don't know. Good luck to all of you out there. It's tough. (laughs) We've been getting very advicey in the last few episodes. I think we need to break it up next week and do something talk about something we have like no idea about yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's exhausting what giving advice yeah, like, i don't like giving advice 
And you're so wise. That's the thing. Don't I always tell you? I was like, babe, you're like really smart and understanding. It's, Which, And you're always like, I don't understand why people always tell me yeah, their problems. People do always tell me their problems. And secrets. People tell you their secrets people, and problems. Yeah, it's true. Because you have a very trustworthy uh, aura about you. Despite my scowly face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when someone breaks through that exterior wall that you've built up, yeah. you're actually very soft and understanding and sensitive. <laughs> don't don't tell people that. <laughs> tell them that like, oh man, it's been a battle. And yeah, I but I mean, it. yeah, I mean, I know it's exhausting for you to give advice, but people no, it, know. it's not. You it's gotta a, give people what they no, want. No, it's not that I'm like hoarding or like I don't want to help people out. Um, it's just like just sitting here and giving advice. I'd rather just have like a conversation with somebody like one on one and be like, hey, that's what we're doing. No, with. I, I know you are somebody, but you're not the one I'm giving advice to, and so on. Yeah, I'm getting a little ranty. Um, with that, I think we're uh, wrapping it up for episode 11. Yay! The first one of fall. Aww. Yeah. New season. New season. Uh, yeah. So uh, once again, thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, listen on the live stream, or like not live stream, but like on willnottv.com. And we're actually on Google Play now as well. Yeah. So you can listen on Google Play Music for all of you. I actually only just two weeks ago discovered that there was a such thing as Google Play. Yeah. But apparently, I think that's what Songza was taken over as. It was formerly sure. formerly Songza, and I think they got bought out by Google, and now it's called Google Play. So you can actually follow our podcast and listen and subscribe on Google. There Play have as been well. some people listening on Android already, so they're probably just using some other app. Yeah. Based on what I can see on the back end, I know <laughs> everything about you. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Google Play, iTunes, WillAndOctavia.com. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find us, and also you can go on our Facebook page and you know comment and tell us all the crazy things you want to say that you wish you could tell us to our face. <laughs> yeah. Or take us out for coffee or something. We're down for that. Yeah. Lunches and dinners are great, too. Yeah, you pay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, have a great week. Uh, we'll see you next week, or you'll hear from us next week. We may or may not see you. Uh, I'm Will Ramirez. And I'm Octavia Ramirez. See ya. Bye.